welcome to the Cry Till You Laugh podcast with AJ Marie and Colin Mazur on 88.9 WFSC Fighting Scotch Radio and streaming live on edinburghnow.com. Also available on soundcloud.com slash edinburghnow. Pretty good, buddy. I'm Thanks, proud buddy. of that opening. Thanks. So, how are you doing, Colin? This is our third installment of the Cry Till You Laugh podcast slash radio show. It's only been three episodes, but AJ, it feels like we've been doing this a lifetime. I'm ready to retire. I know. It's <laughs> stolen so much of my life already so far. I just wanted yeah. to end yeah. already. This will be the last Whoa. episode <laughs> of the uh, Cry Till Laugh podcast. No, it won't. Well, hmm, hmm, I don't know. Them ratings. Anyway, <laughs> so, Colin. Yes, sir. Before we start off the show. Yeah. How was your weekend? My weekend? Uh, well, I fell off my bike this weekend. I scraped up my knee. Oh. Other than that, my weekend was it was pretty good. Restful. Nice little restful weekend. Just had some time to myself. Hung out. Uh, went to a little party with some friends. You were there. You I were was there. there. Oh, I got punched time. there. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, but don't act like you were in a fight. You said, hey, punch me as hard as you can. Well, you know. And then she did. It makes me sound cooler when we <laughs> say it the other way. <laughs> but, you know. What what can a man do? I guess. So, for anyone who's new to our show, what do we do, Colin? Uh, so I am the uh, the resident optimist of the Cry Till You Love podcast, and mm-hmm. AJ's the pessimist here. Uh, so he has a view that the world's going uh, world's going going nowhere good fast. Uh, pretty much, world's going to hell, and and we're all gonna suffer. I have a more optimistic view. I think, yeah, there's bad stuff, but there's also a lot of good stuff that gets overlooked. So I think that there's a uh, there's some good stuff out there, and that's what I want to talk about here. Yeah, and so what we do is we uh, show some, talk about some current events that are going on throughout mm-hmm. the world, compare and contrast, and we decide who's who's right. Are things getting better? Or are things getting worse? Yeah, I tend to think things are getting worse. Yeah. at the end of every single episode, every single one, it wow. drives me Makes to me sit great. in my shower, <laughs> curled up, and I just kind of you know cry, <laughs> drink a little bit of whiskey. Oh wow. Uh, non-alcoholic, of course. Oh yeah, non-alcoholic yeah. whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, that would be illegal. For me to do that. <laughs> so, Colin. Yes, sir. Um, we um last week you we we had some fun talking about uh things going on in Ireland and yeah. we had a fun time. I'm yeah. gonna switch things up. Today. Okay, we're gonna right. talk about some pretty sad things. So we're gonna talk okay. about murder. Oh crap! So I'm sure you're aware of yes. the. Uh, terror attacks in london i am aware yes yeah so uh terror attack um in london right in front of the parliament building on whatever that bridge is i would be lying if i said i knew what that bridge was it's a london bridge and it (laughs) didn't come that's probably that's probably not true yeah that's very insensitive of you too buddy you're right i'm sorry oh apologize to our english audience i am sorry english fish and chips um so the attack was carried out by a 52-year-old Khalid Massoud, who is a uh, native Londoner, native Englander, my bad. Yes. Um, born in Winston Green, which is, I don't know, somewhere in England, <laughs> somewhere where they do English things. I guess Grew so. up a normal guy, then when he turned around 18, started getting into some horrible practices, started getting arrested for petty crimes. Yeah. Some things happened. Um, then he seemed to have a... Converted to a a, um, a uh, militant, an extremist um, form of Islam. Okay. And um, yeah, so last week he drove his car over a bridge near Parliament, mm-hmm. ran over dozens of people, severely mm-hmm. injuring many of them, mm-hmm. killing three people. Yeah. Uh, jumped out of the car with a big old knife, um, attacked a police officer, um, 
and stabbed him to death. The officer's name was was a uh, Keith Palmer, and uh, then he was stabbed, subdued, and he died on the way to the hospital. So that's that's the world we're living in. That is really terrible news. It's just so, but like think about it. Every day you're at risk. Mm-hmm. I, I'm at risk just walking down the street of campus because who knows? Someone could have gotten some crazy idea and just like I'm. I'm in a car. Why not? It's true. You know? I mean, a lot of, like, and we've been hearing about these these attacks all throughout the world. Well, all throughout Europe, at least, we've been hearing about it. But um, last year with all the attacks in, um, Paris. in Paris, that's right. Um, we had the uh, club shooting here last year. Yeah. Um, I, mm, I forgot about that one, actually. That was a pretty big one. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty insane. Um, yeah. There's not much to say. I was shocked. I found out right before we came on uh, the air, I was looking at the victims, the uh, mm-hmm. confirmed dead victims. We have a mother of two, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Um, U.S. tourist. And there was uh, the former former window cleaner of Sir Winston Churchill. Whoa. Was, I know. That was weird. That was shocking to me. She would have to have been really old. I guess so. Uh, yeah. That's and really sad. That's shocking. That's like someone who had a very interesting life, whose mm-hmm. life was ended for for no reason. For no reason, really. Um, it's been some interesting responses throughout England. We had a um, a human bridge made from Muslim women um, on the bridge uh, as a protest in, or I guess not protest, but a demonstration in uh, support of the victims, showing that the majority of the Muslim community in London and the rest of the United Kingdom stand solidly behind the victims. Yeah. Um, the mo- the uh, mother came out, uh, said she shed many tears and couldn't believe her son did that. Mm-hmm. Um, wife came out, same thing. They grew up in a very English life. I was yeah. looking up the story. His wife was living in the um, London uh, the London Olympic Park, which if you don't know what that is, that was like a big like commercial center where all the athletes mm-hmm. and news people lived during the Olympics. And when the Olympics was over, they mm-hmm. all got to – they just kind of moved businesses and moved people in. So – yeah, these were not people who were living on the fringes of society, which uh, right. makes it a little uh, little scarier when you think about it. What do you think leads someone to do something like this? I was just gonna say, I really, I really am curious about what what led him down this path, because um, you said that he he lived a fairly normal and not like n- nothing. Too oh yeah, there's pictures of him on here. He's like on you know proper English sporting yeah. teams in his wow. youth. Like, look like a normal guy. Then all of a sudden just snaps, I guess. Decides he's going to follow this type of uh, worldview and decides it's worth killing, attempting to kill many people, including members of parliament, uh, of the British parliament. Yeah, you said said he was involved with with some petty crimes beforehand and sort of led him down this path. Right. I can only wonder what led him to start, what, what led him to start going down that path, you know? I wish... I wish I I knew. I mean, if I was to take a guess, I'm assuming it's probably poverty, but I don't uh-huh. I'm not looking at any I haven't seen any stories where he was living in poverty. Right. Yeah, uh, we just don't have enough details about the, the yeah. person himself. Interesting guy. Um interesting situation. Unfortunately, it's become so common I don't think we'll really remember this six months down the road. We'll remember it. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, Oh yeah, I remember when those people got hurt um ran over on the bridge. Yeah. But no one's going to remember the details by then. We're going to yeah. have moved on. I'm sure there's going to have been three more terrorist attacks by then. It's going to be 
really sad. Well, hopefully not. But well, there's, I mean, there's nothing. There's no indicator. There's no way for us to know who's gonna do what when. You know, mm-hmm. there's like, this was totally unexpected. No one saw this coming. So. Of course, you can never see something like this coming. That's, I mean, well, when something like this happens, you probably think at first it's just an accident. You probably mm-hmm. think some like um senile old person lost control in the wheel and did that. Now that's mm-hmm. not me making a joke. That's probably like everyone's first assumption. Someone had a heart attack or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's scary, man. It's a scary world. Be afraid. And mm. and now I'm <laughs> and yeah. The, the views afraid. expressed in this podcast are not <laughs> the views of the uh, Edinburgh University or Edinburgh University's radio station, Firing Scots Radio 88.9. Um, next story. This one's going to be really sad. So to get okay. you in the mood, I'm oh, going to play my really sad opening music real quick. Oh, okay. Are you ready for this, yeah, buddy? I'm ready for it. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. I'm feeling sad ready. already, AJ. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, boy. What happened in this story? Well. I'm so... What if I told you that uh, 200 people, um, 200 civilians, yeah. are now confirmed dead in Mosul, Iraq, thanks to airstrikes by the U.S. government? Oh, no. Yep. That is just happened very, over the weekend. Sad. Well, technically, the attacks happened about a week ago. The Pentagon finally fessed up and admitted it over the weekend. So do we have details about why there were airstrikes? Um, well, it, it's the same thing they always say. I'll get to that in a second, but I just want to throw it out there. The vice president of Iraq, um, oh, man, I'm going to butcher this name, Osama Nujafi. Okay. It's probably not that. Nujafi. We'll call him Nujafri. Uh, called it, quote, a humanitarian disaster. And United Nations officials said that they were profoundly concerned by the attack. That's the UN for you, always downplaying everything. Yes. Oh, no. Um, the Pentagon released a statement saying that it had targeted ISIS fighters and equipment at the location corresponding to allegations of civilian casualties, quote, unquote. Uh, the coalition respects human life, which is why we are assisting our Iraqi partner forces in their effort to liberate their lands from ISIS brutality. If the U.S. is found to be responsible for this tragic event, it will be the deadliest such attack in three years. Almost done. Then we'll get into discussion. I can see just the the happiness, the hope in your eyes just slowly, ever so slowly so just creeping away. This. The Pentagon has admitted to killing 220 civilians mm. in Iraq and Syria since mid-2014. Yet independent monitoring groups such as Airwars.org and London say the number could be closer to 3,000 people. Oh 3,000 civilians. Oh my god. Um, it's, it's a shame... The question of why we're even over there is a mm. question that we could talk about. Mm. I don't want to get too political, even though our next story is going to be rather political. Uh, stay tuned. Uh-huh. Um, but it's become very clear to me that the U- U.S. is not very good when they need to fight a war where they need to stay in a specific little place. Yeah, We are best when our job is to go into a location and just steamroll. Mm-hmm. World War One, World mm-hmm. War Two, even Korea to a certain point. When we do that, we we kick some major some major arse. Mm-hmm. But when we gotta do something like this, where we have just the enemy, just kind of hiding within civilian populations, we get Vietnam, mm-hmm. we get Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and now we have Iraq. This is 
frankly embarrassing, and this is doing no favors to U.S. Middle Eastern um, negotiations yeah, and and um, relationships. Yeah, because I don't see how the family members. I was reading on the story. It, it's this happened a week ago, and they're still getting bodies out of the rubble and oh, they okay. and it's still hard because you still have the freaking planes flying over and they don't know if they're going to drop bombs again mm. and not only that but now you got isis in the area so it's like pick mm. your poison do you take your enemy from above or the enemy that who you can look in the eye mm. um but yeah so i'm assuming a lot of these people if mosul is liberated by the iraqi u.s coalition mm-hmm. and whatever other countries have decided to get involved in this quagmire uh I don't think they'll be thinking we're great liberators once we, once we. I don't think it'll be like in 1940, uh, 1945 when we walked through the Arc de Triomphe with all the Parisians waving American flags is what, all I'm going to say. I don't think it's going to be like that. Yeah, me neither. Um, unfortunately. This is a, it's a huge cost for us to try to accomplish our goals. And, and what's our goal? Be the cost. What's our goal? I don't there? even know, AJ. I guess it's just to push back ISIS or Islamic State. That's. I don't think that's a specific or, you know, I don't know if that goal is being, at least being executed in a way that it's worth the costs. I, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Like, I mean, if you look out on a map, so you got Syria and Iraq, right? Mm-hmm. You got those on a map. And then you just kind of got this big old, like, let's say someone just took a big old ink blotch mm-hmm. and put it, like, in the middle of those two countries. That's ISIS. Mm-hmm. And so the whole point is, you know, from all these opposite sides, on the one side you got Assad, mm-hmm. who we apparently hate. I guess so. But we can't hate because he's fighting the bad guys that mm-hmm. we also hate. Mm-hmm. And other groups who hate Assad, but whatever, um, are fighting ISIS from that side. And from uh, the east, where Iraq is, pushing into the western parts of the Islamic State is the Iraqi armed forces that we practically built after the invasion and a U.S.-led coalition. So far, I'm not sure there are boots on the ground. I could have sworn I read a story about a thousand uh, U.S. boots on the ground in Syria, but mm-hmm. in Iraq, I'm not so sure. There's probably advisors, something like that. Yeah. But um, as far as I know, things are uh, we're, so far. We're just staying in the air. We're we're just bringing hellfire from above at the moment. And, I mean, I guess it can be considered a victory if we take Mosul, which is the city in Iraq, as previously, yeah, as I said. Right. But I don't know if if it's worth it. I don't know if it's going to be a great PR uh, victory for the United States and Iraqi forces. Yeah. You know, thanks for liberating me from the guys who killed my, you know, brother while in the process blowing up my house that killed my wife and my kids and mm-hmm. my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I don't I don't know how that's going to work out. Um any final thoughts on this super fun story before we move on? The only thing I can say is I that promise it's going to get funner after this. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I don't I've said pretty much all I have to say about this, you know. I don't know I don't think we're doing this the right way to outweigh the benefits. With what the do costs. you think would be the right way? I don't know. I don't know the right way. Do you think and I wish I did. There? Do we have an obligation to be there, in your opinion? Do we have an obligation? N- I would say no. Do I believe that we should do something? 
Yeah. Interesting. But do I believe that this is what we should do now? No. Well, let's move on now to my favorite subject. Okay. Politics, okay. backstabbing, and failure. Okay. So before we go on, Colin, I would like to play a patriotic little song oh, for I'm you. Oh, I'm ready. Mmm. Play that. Trump, 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 Trump. That's enough of that. So, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not support our president? Uh, I wouldn't say I don't support him. Well, neither does his own party, Colin. Oh, I had like a transition going. No, that's fine. You ruined it. Oh, you're going to talk about that health care bill. Well, yes, but there's some very interesting stuff coming out of this that's intriguing me. As a political junkie, I am intrigued. So... As you may have known, the American Health Care Act, which was, let's just call it Trump Care. Um, yeah. Trump Care has been um, not even brought the, up uh, to a vote. Yeah, they withdrew it from the lack of support before they even brought it to a which vote. Which is didn't they? truly embarrassing. We haven't really talked about the Republican Party mm-hmm. so much far yet on the show. I'm pretty sure that we got, we talked about the Democrats so far and how yeah, they kind of had been pretty bad with their stances. Well, not mm-hmm. bad, but just. They don't have an identity at the moment, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, this is horrible because after eight years of uh, just continuously saying Obamacare, going to repeal it, going to repeal it, going to repeal it, it sucks. It's horrible. Fascism, mm-hmm. communism, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all of that. They have a majority in the House. They have mm-hmm. a majority in the Senate, and they have the presidency, mm-hmm. and they don't repeal it. Yep. It's embarrassing. This. It's um, Personally, I'm I'm glad that Trump Care wasn't uh, didn't end up going through and didn't end up winning. There were I some did not like Trump Care. There after were some, reading through it. Yeah, there were some problems with Trump Care. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go into it because you know it's not right. relevant that's anymore. Not, right. That's not exactly the point here, anyway, of what we're talking about. It's right. that Republicans control the House, the Senate, and there's a Republican in office as the president, and they still couldn't. What failures? Repeal Obamacare. I mean, we we I meant like what would be a good hmm. It would be like if, if if I went to a party, mm-hmm. I had a wingman to my right, yeah, a wingman to my left, a wingman behind me, yeah, and a wingman in front of me, yeah, and we went up to the most like uh impressionable uh easily <laughs> easily convinced girl in the whole place, and in the end i I, I still end up saying so i'm I'm not that great. And then, you know, just kind of leaves. Yeah, you walk up to her. Hey, so you want to go on a... Ah, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) That's a good metaphor. (laughs) I guess. It it, it trumps me in the metaphor. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. Oh, my (sighs) God. Yes. huge. My my heartbreak is huge right now. (laughs) Oh, man. I am Trump. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no. It's like when you have that realization. It's funny because like, it, you look exactly like him, too. I don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm, I've You're, been told I'm like his son. You look exact. You have his. Yeah. For anyone who hasn't, who doesn't, you know, know what we look like, which I'm assuming is most of the people watching this. Uh, probably. I don't know about that. Hey, well, hey, hey, hey. Imagine I look like. Actual, literal Donald Trump. I was going to say, look, I look like Baron, but older. <laughs> and with glasses. I was lying. I didn't think that you look like Donald Trump. I guess I could see some I look like Ivanka. You look. Or Melania. You... Melania? Yeah, Melania, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, Eric. Who's yeah. the weird looking one? Not the. Well, they're both kind of weird. Not. 
No offense to the uh, first family. The one with the blonde mm-hmm. hair. The one who looks like he'd uh, be on American Psycho, like the movie. I don't I don't know. I think that's Donald Jr. I think it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I look like him. <laughs> Let's, yeah. I'm very self-deprecating. Sure, if you yeah. couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. So this is interesting to me. Uh, any last comments on the failure of the Republicans, the wah-wah, the faceplant? If I had it, I, I would play like a wah-wah. And then like the sound like a whipped cake getting like thrown in someone's... What are those called? Whipped cakes? Like whipped cream, cream cake? Whipped cream? Yeah. Do you cream pie? I had one of them before. It was whipped really good. Uh, just a whipped cream pie. Yeah, but I th- there's more to it. It's not just whipped cream. Oh, like I a, think there's like an actual like, pie. If I like remember, a banana cream or a coconut yeah. cream pie. Oh, you know what's really good? What? You ever had a scoop cake? I have not, but I've seen them. Oh, dude, they look scoop pretty cake good. Is so good. Mmm. Mm. Yeah, talking about Donald Trump makes me think of unhealthy dessert. <laughs> Much like Donald Trump, he's tasty, but he ain't good for me. Mmm, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. So, um, <laughs> right. are, are you disrespecting our no, commander of course, No, Colin, let me tell you something. Okay. This is the U.S. of A., and I believe no matter what, we need to respect and encourage our president. And that means not to um, disrespect his looks. He's a beautiful man. With a beautiful face, with a slightly weak chin, slightly weak, um, and a very he has large hands. Oh, the largest hands are so big. The largest hands, folks. And if his hands are big, something. Oh, he's gonna punch Gina so hard with those hands. He's gonna. He's grabbed a lot of things with those hands. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, (laughs) anyway. So let's move on. Uh, That was fun. Moving on to the other side of things. Yeah. You may have heard of this gentleman. Yeah. Um. He's an old wizard. Okay. A mystical fella. Okay. He's a he's kind of like a, a mystery. He's kind of a legend around Capitol Hill. Okay. To all the centers. Um a man by the name of Bernie Sanders. Have you heard oh, of him yes, before? He is quite magical. Uh he's the wonderful little um was um wizard. He <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you heard. There's um he went on a show um called All in with Chris Hayes on MSNBC. Okay. Which I've been told that Chris Hayes also looks like me. So I look like Donald oh. Trump and Chris Hayes. I'm gonna look up a photo while you're Yeah, do that. Like he story. looks like the older, more like successful and richer me. Okay. The me I'll never be. <laughs> <laughs> you know you weren't supposed to find that so funny, Colin. Oops. <laughs> uh, so anyway, on All In with Chris Hayes, um Bernie Sanders was quoted as saying near the end of his interview with Chris Hayes. They've been doing these actually really interesting town halls where Bernie and this Chris Hayes fellow, they go to Donald Trump country, quote-unquote, which is like mm. they'll go to a county yeah. where Donald Trump won but like by 70%, yeah. and they do a town hall. It's really interesting. Okay. Um, but quoting, um, quoting, I don't know, <laughs> quoting Bernie, um, Bernie said at the near the end of his interview with Chris Hayes, he said, quote, we have got to have the guts to take on the insurance companies and the drug companies and move forward toward a Medicare for all. I agree with that quite a lot. payer program. Uh, he said on Friday night, concluding with, and I'll be introducing legislation shortly mm. to do that. As oh. of yesterday, I believe Senator Sanders and his allies in the House have introduced bills to um, introduce a Medicare for all system. And now I was looking at the polls for this. I was very interest- interested. First, I looked at the first. I want to talk a little bit about Medicare first. OK. Do you know anything about Medicare besides when you see on commercials like the the old white the old couple the old white couple <laughs> and they're walking through the park and it goes um, this is this is not 
available through Medicare P- Part B. And, yeah. You know, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah, you always hear those, see those commercials. Right. Um, besides that, do you know anything about Medicare? I don't know that much about, okay. about that. Okay, so I'm going to tell you quick history lesson. History time. Right, I'm ready. Um, 1965. Yes. Lyndon B. Johnson's president declares the war on poverty okay. and the Great Society passes Medicare and Medicaid. We're not talking about Medicaid. We're just talking about Medicare. Okay. Medicare basically is um, when you turn 65, mm-hmm. you're eligible mm-hmm. for two types basically of Medicare. Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. Medicare Part A basically covers, like, if you need a nurse coming to your house or yeah. if you need someone to take care of you at the hospital. Yeah. Covered by the government. That's cool. all them. Good. Medicare Part B is you need pills, you need something to for your illness or something. The uh, The government will negotiate those prices with the companies. Okay. And they will pay the majority of the costs. Okay. Not all of it, and not everything is covered under Medicare Part B. Mm. But overall it, it helps. It helps okay. cut from the bottom pocket. Okay. Um other people type of people um that are eligible for Medicare Part B, anybody with kidney failure. Okay. If you have kidney failure, you're on Medicare, so congratulations, I guess. <laughs> uh, and um anybody who's been on social security disability benefits for more than two years okay. is allowed to be on Medicare. Okay. So basically what a Medicare system medicare for all system would be is everybody from 65 Mm -hmm. younger and Mm -hmm. 65 older Mm -hmm. is eligible for those benefits straight up from when they're born you don't need to worry about health insurance companies um you don't have to worry about basically the middleman it's covered by uh the government basically and if you're paying out of pocket you're supposedly paying um significantly less than Mm -hmm. uh you would beforehand. And I was looking at studies. Uh, Medicare is pretty popular. 60% approval rating uh, with the average American saying that it covers seniors v- pretty well. Uh, 60% uh-huh. of the, 60% of people. And that's just people, you know, that's what their parents say. They're like, oh, Johnny, I like the care meta. <laughs> I don't think they say that. But okay. It's like, okay, dad, I'll make sure to say that on that <laughs> poll when they call me. That was a Quinnipiac poll, by the way. Um and it's even higher for the actual people who are on Medicare. Mm-hmm. They say it works out for them, which is interesting. Um, and I was looking into some studies. Um, according to a Quinnipiac poll, Medicare has a um, – I'm sorry. Um, the idea of a Medicare for all system has a 58% approval rating among the American people. That's – a lot lower than you would think. No, that's not. I think that's pretty high. Just a year ago, that was about the same approval rating for legalizing marijuana, and it's only going up. I think 58 okay. is pretty high. So what's what reason would people have to not be on board with this? Well, yeah, I, I can understand the concerns. Um, well, for one, your taxes will go up. Yeah. If, uh, if okay. everyone's covered by Medicare. Yeah. Now, yeah. to be fair, I think the argument I would make if I was to defend it would be, uh, well, you know, Medicare, the deductibles and all the stuff that you had to pay, mm-hmm. all, all the premium costs and all that for your health, private health care before, that's all gone. And it's mm. going to be a lot cheaper now. So the taxes you pay are nothing compared to what you were paying before. Mm-hmm. That's the argument. There could be arguments, too. People could be worrying that the government's inept. Mm-hmm. I would say some legitimate problems, but, um, yeah, I can understand your confusion why it would be so low i think i guess um it's interesting the reason i found this interesting is i saw a poll a fox news poll and this correlates with other recent polls 
Bernie Sanders is the most popular politician in America. 61% of people in America, not just his state of Vermont, but people in America approve of Bernie Sanders. Most popular um, politician in America. Um, Donald Trump's uh, Trump care mm-hmm. had about a 56% disapproval rating. Okay. Um, Donald Trump himself, I'm trying to find it real quick, 40s. Um, oh, wow. So I think. Interesting. I think if it's played right, and mm-hmm. I think Bernie can mm-hmm. play things right, he's not as. He in, is a wizard. He's, he is a wizard, and he's not as incompetent as the rest of the Democrats are, in my opinion. Okay. Um, oh, I'm. Apologies to all my sorry, to all the, sorry. sorry, Democratic Congressman. Sorry, I'm sorry. 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Um sorry. I think we might have a chance in a very short amount of time that we might have a change to our system, a, a pretty significant change to the way things are in America, and it'll all be under the Donald Trump presidency. <laughs> well, I'm ready for it. I've seen Michael Moore's uh documentary Sicko. Mm. I've seen how it is in other places and I want it. <laughs> I I was looking at and I was actually thinking about it too because from a conservative point of view I can I can I think if someone has a conservative point mm-hmm. of view they might even agree with yeah. uh, this thing because um according to all studies it saves costs. Uh-huh. Um and also right now under Obamacare um under Obamacare uh uh if you're a company that employs 50 or more employees and they're full-time employees, any of them are full-time, you are required to provide them a health care plan. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you'll be fined. Mm-hmm. So if there's a Medicare for all plan, if you're a business, if you're a small business, you don't need to worry about providing health care for your employees anymore. Yeah, That tab is going straight to the government. You can yeah. run wild. Let that bull run. Capitalism, baby. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. <laughs> So <laughs> it'll be very interesting. Um, in one of my classes the other day, we were talking about revolutions. Yeah. And the definition of a revolution is the change to an institution and a system. Okay. Um, now, usually that means the whole system, mm-hmm. i.e. French Revolution, mm-hmm. i.e. you know when the communists. American Revolution. Eh, a little different. We won't get into it. My <laughs> professor would be very angry that you just called the American Revolution a revolution. Um, I'm just saying words with revolution in them. Well, you know, the rock and roll revolution, man. <laughs> the sexual revolution. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, the uh, communist revolution in Russia. So, like, mm-hmm. intense. So, this wouldn't change the whole system, but this would be a significant change, I mm-hmm. think. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we could consider if it was to happen. Who, it's a dream which come true. It probably, this is when the cynical me comes in. This is when things get sad. Let's cue the sad music. Sorry, Bernie, it's not going to pass. <laughs> it's not going to pass. Why? Unless he's, Why? well, it just can't. Why? Because all the Republicans, no matter how popular it is, they're, 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 say what you will about Republicans, they are great politicians. They can spin anything any way they want. That's true. So they will, uh, uh, call this plan whatever they want mm. and tr- if trump has to choose i don't but that's where it comes in does does trump side with you know his congressional brethren in the republican party who have approval ratings in the 20s or does he side with bernie and become the most loved president of his lifetime if i don't know if, if bernie can can conv- excuse me <laughs> president trump yes oh ooh. my trump <laughs> and my bernie sound a lot alike yeah they're getting similar 
Uh, <clears throat> let's try this again one more time. Oh, Mr. Trump. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Can it. it. So Forget can it. it. So, you know, Bernie tells Trump, you know, you'll be loved forever. They're going to put you on Mount Rushmore, and they'll give you the biggest hands they <laughs> could ever carve. <laughs> he would be like, you know what, Bernie? <laughs> this is going to be itch. <laughs> you and me together till the end through a ring of fire. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. It's interesting. As someone who's yeah. into politics, this, in, this intrigues me. This idea that um, this guy, this this little old man from Vermont, might be able to pal up with the, our first meme president, <laughs> and these two wonderful memes might do something revolutionary. I hope so. It'd be interesting. I hope. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited as well. Um, so that's enough. So speaking of memes, yes, memes. Uh, you want to uh, get into our joke of the day? Yeah, you know, just real quick. Yeah, you know, politics. About you know, we had, we had enough p- politics today, Colin. I think we yeah. have time to hear a pretty. Oh, by the way, Chris Hayes does look exactly like you. I know, right? He looks a lot like you. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm told. So I have a joke of the day here. Uh, it is from. Uh, Hear that thing go. Okay, where did I get it from? Dankjokes.org? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Coming and they don't stop coming. It was from Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory. Oh man! Well, okay. you know when it, is wh- where is the Laugh Factory located? You uh, know, is it like located in America where they're making a living Detroit. wage, or is it like you know like in in Bangladesh where it's a slave wage <laughs> these, Laugh these Factory? Jo- Laughs uh, are being <laughs> joke in the boxes, and you know all, all old ladies. Fat ladies <laughs> singing are getting, you know, rolled out by little seven-year-olds. It's just really All jokes sad. from the Crutchley Laugh podcast are made in Taiwan? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this joke is from the Laugh Factory. I I'm don't know. excited. I don't know where the Laugh Factory is, AJ. But um, <laughs> uh, this is a short joke. Short, little, quick one, but I thought it was funny enough to put it on the radio. Like so, my self-esteem. Here we go. Let's go. AJ. Yes. How much does a hipster weigh? Uh, as much as his student loans that are crushing him from being an arts major and term Instagram. Barista. Oh, <laughs> I get <laughs> it. That's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny I too. Do, do I don't even know. I've been asking people if they use Instagram anymore. Snapchat. That's the thing. People use Instagram a lot. I think. I, yeah, but that's where like they try to do like artsy stuff. Yeah. I feel like Snapchat yeah. is the average man's. Is the average millennial man slash woman? It's the layman. <laughs> sna- it's it's um, the common man's Instagram. thing. Oh man, um, Snapchat. So, so uh, are we ready to move into some happy news stories, Colin? Yeah. So this one, this one, I like Hold to have on. some. This is going to be awesome. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey let's learn about dun, fun dun, stuff dun, with dun, Colin. Dun, dun, you know, let's move away from you know my stuff. You know, yeah. We're, we're talking about important issues, and let's yeah. talk about I don't know SpongeBob yeah. or something. Hey, shut up! Hey. I try to find things that actually do matter. Okay. So there. Now, so these, SpongeBob. A lot of these aren't on um, as huge a scale as um, you know terrorism. No, I don't know. Your stories have been really good, especially but, the space ones. I was just joking. Well, earlier. I do have a I do have a short space one. Actually, I'll I'll start with that one real quick. Um, it's hey. just a just a short little one. Um, do you remember the one of the science stories I told you last time about the SpaceX Dragon shuttle coming back? Yes. Uh, with the science experiments. Uh, do you remember the name of the rocket that brought up the supplies to them? That the was, Falcon. Yeah, it was the <laughs> SpaceX Falcon 9. I did remember um, so that. So the Falcon 9. Now, if you didn't know, SpaceX is about to make history Ooh. by relaunching 
relaunching Ooh. a used Falcon 9 rocket. So the Falcon 9 that brought its 10th resupply mission to the International Space Station um, is going is undergoing tests right now um, to uh, be the first successfully reused rocket. So when the Falcon 9 came back, it was they basically have um from what I from what I understand there's there's a boat that catches the rocket when it comes back down <laughs> sort of. Well, I think um, I, I'm assuming it probably lands in the water. Then they go and they get it. I don't know if it's going to land on the boat. That'd well, be kind of bad. Well, it's <laughs> your yeah, rocket. I don't, I don't remember. Your rocket ship <laughs> I don't remember how sank it works. my battleship. I'm not smart enough to 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 know. No, nah, it's fine. What, I don't know. It do. might. I but, don't know. Maybe it has like a propulsion system. But they still. So they have that rocket, and they're getting ready to reuse it. I think on Thursday they're gonna try to of launch it. Of this week. Yeah. Ooh. Let's see here. Uh, what will you be doing on Thursday, Colin? Nothing as you Let's know see. instrumental uh, as that. Neither will I. So they use leftover fuel to reignite the engines on the rocket oh in a God. series of burns to help the vehicle re-enter Earth's atmosphere and then slow down for landing. Um, it's like when a bu- it's like if a oh bu- whoa the technique is known as supersonic retro propulsion. Okay, that's a little. Much. That's cool as that's heck. too much. That's no, a little that's cool. Much. Is this the eighties? <laughs> um, is this a Sonic game? <laughs> yeah. Super Mega. I don't even remember Super, what his name was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, that's that. I just wanted to bring that back sounds, because we that talked sounds, about it last week. It sounds like if like a space program was being run by a bunch of like college students who are nearing <laughs> the end of the semester, just that just have they, nothing they, left. They named like I got to use the coffee filter as a hair as a, as a hair dryer. <laughs> uh, let's make that work. And um, I got to use uh, my pencils as <laughs> forks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. As chopsticks. As, no, no, just a fork. <laughs> Not even just chopsticks. Stab, just stab I'm your trying to eat steak with, with this. <laughs> With this pencil, <laughs> like not even like a good thing, like those little. Fun. Yeah. What were those little uh little snacks with like the p- penguin on it? Oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, lunchable. No, not lunchables. Uh, what were they? Fun. Kid, kids. kid, kids. Kid, kid, kid meal, kid lunch, kid frozen. Wow. We'll have it ready for I don't next remember. time. Yeah. <laughs> with the pen- I'm gonna I look up that. right after the show. Yeah. And I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna put it in the description on the SoundCloud because I need to know. They always have that brownie. That was so good, but it never like looked yeah. like a brownie. It became yeah. like a big goop. Yeah, but it was so it was like good. Brownie soup. I remember it though. Oh, what was it called? I don't know. Oh man. Um, d- dinner kidsables. No, it was like it has kids in the name. Yeah, it does. Can we? Kid, we we'll look it up after the kid show. Food. <laughs> kid food. <laughs> kid jazz. Whoever you guys are, shout out to you guys. Yeah, you thanks. Made, you make some delicious cheap brownie dinners. goop. <laughs> I can't wait till I can't wait when I'm 30 and everything's just going downhill and I'm eating those. Um, I'm like, oh, where did it all go wrong? But at least I'm eating this delicious meal. Okay, so this story is from ABC News. ABC. Uh, it's written by this story is written by Frank Jordans from the Associated Press. Interesting. Uh, it's called "Let There Be Light." German scientists test artificial sun. Oh no! So well, you know what happens when German scientists get on something? Hey, that something is evil racist. happens. That is or, racist. Or they make NASA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Uh, so scientists in Germany. This is a this is a direct quote from the article. It says scientists in Germany flipped the switch Thursday yeah, on what's being. So this is last Thursday on what's being described as the world's largest artificial sun, a device they hope will help shed light <laughs> on new ways hey. of making climate friendly fuels. So interesting. They have right. this giant setup of 149 spotlights. Um, 
Can I cut in real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I read an article from, I believe it was Investor Business Daily from a couple months ago. Basically, right now, China and Germany are in a dead, basically their own space race, but it's not a space race. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's like an arms race, but of mm-hmm. renewable energy. Yeah. Because whoever gets it first is going to make a lot of money. Yeah. And unfortunately, we are not in that race. Well, I'm really glad that, to hear that China's in there because China. because the fact that they use coal as a huge source of energy well, is yeah. the huge cause of terrible I mean, they need it. I mean, when, when you need to walk Asia. down the street wearing a respirator. Yeah, and there are days when they can't go outside oh, because... It's the pollution will. China's probably the only place in the world where I have an excuse to wear like a Darth Vader suit in public. <laughs> probably wear it. Um, I'm just going to the subway. So they, they have 149 spotlights. Um, how big is the sun? How big is the sun? The l- not the actual sun. The oh, little well, tiny. Well, I was about to sun. tell you. Oh, um, get to it. Awesome. It, they're arranged in a 30 kilometer or 19 mile. Whoa, that's. No. A- no, never mind. Oh. That was wrong. Oh, no. Technical error. I'm reading the wrong measurements here. Uh, oh, is it in weird German things? No, no, it's... Bah! I don't know how big it is. I don't know. It doesn't say. Really? It doesn't say how big it is. This is frustrating. What? All right, Associated Press, uh, you have failed. <laughs> anyway, well, Horribly. if it comes up later, I, I guess I'll say That'd it. That'd be nice. But, um, they focus the entire array of lights on a 20 centimeter by 20 centimeter, which is just 8 by 8 inches. So it can't um, be that big then. It needs to be pretty small, right? Well, you can focus light in as small of an area as you want to. It could be, because remember, it like it's. Pr- I mean, it's not 30, it's not 19 miles, but it's 149 oh spotlights. God, could you imagine? Oh, my God, that would be stupid. That'd be like the, part, that'd be like the plot of a Marvel movie. <laughs> I need to stop the bad guy from taking the artificial sun to go kill God or something like that. Um, We didn't know we were making something that could kill God, Iron Man. So they can create the equivalent of 10,000 times the amount of solar radiation that would normally shine on the surface just from the sun. So they can make something 10,000 times brighter than the sun shines on the Earth. Wow. Um, so it gets up to 5,432 degrees Fahrenheit or 3,000 degrees Celsius. Um, so it's key to, quote, testing novel ways of making hydrogen, according to uh, Bernard Hofschmidt, the director of uh, uh, DLR's Institute for Solar Research. Mm. Um Many consider hydrogen to be the fuel of the future because it produces no carbon emissions when burned, meaning it doesn't add to global warming. So that's I, good for you, AJ. I want to I want to point out yeah. how dumb I am okay. because when you were like hydrogen is going to lead to the energy of the future, I was mm-hmm. going to make a joke and I was going to say, yeah, and it also makes your voice sound funny. But that's then I was like, helium. oh, that's helium. What, what? They're not they're not that different. <laughs> I, oh. uh, they're kind of different. Uh, so. While hydrogen is the most common element in the universe, it is rare on Earth. Uh, one way to manufacture We're it is special. to split water into its two components, the other being oxygen, obviously, H2O. You know how it works. You took eighth-grade biology. And um, you don't, don't, don't assume. And don't assume. And stuff. Um, using electricity in a process called electrolysis. Um, researchers hope to bypass the electricity stage by tapping into the enormous amount of energy that reaches Earth in the form of light from the sun. So they're basically... They're going to be using this giant uh, sunlight thing, um, and they're going to try to create hydrogen uh, through um, not electrolysis because they're not using electricity anymore. They're using um, extreme heat. Um, 
to generate hydrogen from uh, from water and use that hydrogen as a as a non-carbon emitting super green fuel we um, need to, of the future. We need to get that thing and use it as a freedom sun bomb. A fr- <laughs> that sounds pretty American. T- that USA. <laughs> USA. But it, it really does anger me when, well, not anger me, but frustrates me. I know people who need to fly out to California all the time and drive to and from. I know some people who live in California. There, there should be solar panels everywhere, all over from Arizona through Nevada to L.A. Mm-hmm. When there's just nothing but desert, there should just be solar panels galore just across that entire part of the U.S. And we, we are just not catching up. We thought I thought at one point I thought fracking mm-hmm. was going to be the next big thing because mm-hmm. I grew up in a big major uh, area where fracking was going to be a big deal and it was like it was like it was the freaking um golden age of the american dream all over again mm-hmm. you had there was a possibility that you could get out of high school and have a perfect little middle class life by going and working at the fracking um hydraulic fracking pump unfortunately it's already kind of dying out mm-hmm. uh because there's not as much as we thought there was and unfortunately we put all our eggs in that basket and we're falling behind extremely hard in the um, Mm -hmm. race for um, clean, renewable energy. Well, luckily, if we're not in the race, we're at least, as uh, humanity, we're getting closer to good renewable energy resources, which everyone will be able to use someday. Although, I think we might be winning in the other green race, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Let's just say I have some uh, penny stocks out in (laughs) California that are no longer penny stocks, I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) No, but interesting, cool. Probably going to be used to kill somebody. Going to be taken. Going to be stolen. They could do it. This Um, sounds like a It's super not... It cost, It takes a lot of energy to use this. This uh, like how giant many hamsters on a on a on the hamster wheel does it take? Uh, to power more it up? more than you can count right now. Well, what it, I think what it said was to use this machine for four hours. T- oh no! What? <laughs> it's towards progress in the long run, okay? But to use this machine for four hours, it takes as much electricity as it would take a four-person household uh, to live with electricity for a year. Well, that's not very practical. <laughs> well, not yet. They're working on it, okay? See, it works they've, best. They've made progress because they're, they're making discoveries. With Germans work best when, you know, it's in a war situation. You know, NASA, <laughs> Cold War, the World Wars, they did some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, the German scientists, you know, we need to get them. There needs to be a war going on. So someone needs to declare war on Germany. <laughs> I volunteer the Bahamas. The Bahamas? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how that would go, but it'd be entertaining. Um, okay, so this is a really nice story. This is from the Good oh, News Network. The Good um, News Network? Oh, yeah, my they gosh. they have all kinds of nice little stories. Uh, could you imagine? It's like, AJ, your dreams of becoming like a, mm-hmm. a famed reporter have realized, oh, boy, wh- where's my first job? The Good News Network. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I just walk in, shoulders just crushed. All these happy people having a good time. (laughs) Why can't they all just be miserable and angry like me? Okay, so let me tell you about this story. This is written by McKinley Corbley. Oh, Um, even that name is such a bubbly name. (laughs) I'm McKinley Corby. I like to frolic and just have such a fun time with the gals and boys. Yeah. I want to meet this McKinley Corby. I like to go uh, um, tap dancing on weekends (laughs) with my church group. 
Um, so this article is called Man Creates Gardens for Unwanted Bees. Grows Aww. free food in 30 abandoned lots. So this is actually a really great thing that this man has done. Uh, I'm calling this story uh, New Orleans Santa Claus. I'm going to give this story a B plus. Ho, ho. Thank you. Bees... I can see the anger in your eyes, but I, I saw the laughter <laughs> in your face. Um, so there's this man. I'm going to show you a picture of him right here. Oh, my goodness. Doesn't okay. he look nice? <laughs> okay. For anyone who doesn't know, um, Alan Moore, if you know, if anyone knows who Alan Moore is, um, he's a comic book writer. Mm-hmm. This guy looks like Alan Moore. He also looks like like Gandalf. <laughs> if Gandalf, like, like did like a six-year tour with the uh, Grateful Dead. <laughs> like, that's what this guy looks that's, like. That's disgustingly accurate. Um, I know. So this man's name is David Young. Is he a and wizard? He, he founded a volunteer-run organization, uh, Capstone Community Gardens, to support low-income city residents as well as honeybees <laughs> that are in need of a, a safe, environmentally friendly home. Go on. When you said community and mm-hmm. when you were like low-income, I thought you were going to say like a community college for low-income bees. <laughs> and I was excited. I want to no, know how that, that was going to so go. Funny. Um, and this is how you buzz. I don't know if I can buzz, Cheech. I come from a bad part of town. Anyone can buzz if they put their mind to it. So Thanks, Cheech. <laughs> so uh, the Ninth Ward of New Orleans uh, has not fully recovered from the destruction of Hurricane Katrina. No, it's After been freaking over a decade, and we still have problems down there. Yeah. But let's go bomb 200 people. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... that's America for you. But this man has taken matters into his own hands okay. with the Capstone Community Gardens. Um, so he started gardening in a bunch of empty lots, 30 empty lots right now. Um, <laughs> just imagine been... like him in a parking lot. Hello. <laughs> well, uh, well, sir. they may have been like parking lots at one point, but now no, they're just... filled with greenhouses and gardens and, uh, bee sanctuaries. Is because... he like rich? How'd he get all the supplies? Was it like donated to him? Uh, that's Re- a good question. Yeah, let me, let me see if I can find a little well, bit more Well, I mean, about David I mean this isn't even a joke, but after New Orleans, there was probably a lot of materials that was just kind of laying around that one could use if I they mean, really that's, wanted to. I mean, yeah. So, oh, let me tell you this funny part of the story. So, um, this organization is home to a group of goats who own their keep or who earn their keep by mowing the weeds in unkept uh, local lots that were abandoned or in disrepair. Dis disrepair. So they have goats uh, cleaning up all the weeds and stuff in the different areas. That's very cool. Um, I wonder if the bees and because the goats have beef. Yeah, so they don't consume fossil fuels because they're goats. They could probably like <laughs> farm and like eat the goats. Too I like how you explain that. They don't use fossil fuels because they're goats. <laughs> um, so they've got chickens. They've got goats. Um, oh man! So it's like a petting zoo. If you didn't he can make know, an AJ, easy, he can make a, an easy penny off this. The the bee population is declining at oh, an alarming yeah. rate. If you didn't oh, know, yeah. and I'm sure you've all heard at some like at some point, you know, if the bees go, we only got we got a couple years, and then humans are yeah. Dead who said too. that Einstein or something? I think Einstein did say yeah. that. Yeah, but I think yeah, I, the bee oh, population man. is declining at an alarming. Things rate. are getting so desperate that in China, some scientist like was proposing making like robot bees to go and pollinate the plants. So instead of actually trying to save the bees, yeah. we're just going to make robot bees. We're yeah. going to make eye bees. <laughs> the eye bee, apple bee. <laughs> <laughs> you can play YouTube while it pollinates. <laughs> um. So. Actually, there are a couple of related articles about bees that I want to briefly talk about. Well, we don't this have is interesting because uh, my aunt and uncle are huge beekeepers. Well, oh, they're yeah? not. It, it's the, ever since they, you know, retired, they've just kind of had their thing. You know, do stuff with bees, do stuff with honey. They like to pour honey on each other and you know, <laughs> do things. I don't know. Um, but yeah, even they talk about like their bees are 
There's not as many anymore. Yeah. Just so so this this it's man. It's cool, man. Did you know that you can like make honey like the flavor you want it to be? So like if you were like, I want yeah. this to be a grape flavored honey. You yeah, like make you sure to put that. it in your grapes. Yeah. That's super cool. It's cool. It's and they really don't cool. hurt you, those bees. Like if you go by those, they'll just kind of whiz past you. Like they're yeah. just doing their own thing. Although yeah. they are they are killers. Like if you'll see it, like usually the male drones, mm-hmm. like if they if their usefulness is fulfilled, you see them get forcibly removed from that hive and just wow. thrown off. And they won't be let wow. back in. Take that, patriarchy. <laughs> but um, so this uh, this organization, they grow greens, kale, cucumbers, and tomatoes, and they're all totally mm. accessible to the community for free. So everyone who can't afford um, to buy food from themselves, they can go and harvest this food and use it as much as they want. I hope, like, one fat guy goes up and goes, like, let's see, we got tomatoes, we got kale. I can make a pizza! <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That'd be a gross pizza. Um, he gets dough. So, uh, bu- 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 so I want to tell you about uh, this related story. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios gives back to bees, planting 3,300 acres of habitat. Yes. So but he's gone, too. Did you know that? What? The bee is gone. He's not on the bee box anymore. Oh, he's not? Yeah, because not where are the bees going? Where are the bees going? They're trying to raise awareness. The only way Americans know how to have their awareness raised, through food and cartoons. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much right. USA. Um. I can't get to this link right now, but yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios planted a whole bunch of uh, trees and stuff, and they're creating 3,300 acres of habitat for bees. And there's another um, in Iowa City. There's another. There's a similar uh, similar initiative going on, and they've created over a thousand acres of habitat, also for bees. So people are taking notice, and people are helping. I do like because that. Bees are important. I do like that, yes. but it also makes me worried because I feel like. We have people who are starting to see the the lining the the writing on the wall. We're at code red right now with the bees. Yeah, and usually humans, we don't usually address a problem till it's too late. Unfortunately, That's true. yeah. I hope the bees can get back on the swing of things because the bees <laughs> the bees are my perfect society. We just have like a bunch of bunch of little dudes and ladies just going around doing their one little task, and they all need to go and you know subdue themselves and do the be the the uh be at the whim of the giantess queen, which is gigantic. It's like an Amazon woman. They're not that big. It sounds like them. communism. Um, misks hey, with like if, some weird fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want a uh, the bees are my perfect society uh, T-shirt, you can go and let us know, and we'll make some T-shirts. Oh. <laughs> go on the Facebook. Oh, by the way, we have a Facebook page. If you oh, if you do. listen to this podcast and you ha- you don't know about it, you can go to Facebook.com/slash uh cry till you laugh um facebook and you can give us a like or you can just search cry till you laugh on facebook and you should be able to find us or the cry till you laugh podcast mark zuckerberg would be so proud. <laughs> tell your um, grandma she probably uses facebook more than you do anyway yeah these days. yeah my grandma uh does and look she at likes this the, funny video <laughs> but um yeah you can find us on facebook too so that's cool um Anyway, so how do you feel today? How do you feel about our stories that I went through? You feeling better today? Feeling worse? Well, I do feel like some of your stories did have a little bit more weight than mine, Death. but I do think that destruction. I think that uh, I also while I was searching, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> while I was searching for um, for news stories, I did find a couple stories about you know relief efforts or you know like positive things that are going on. Save um, the bees for uh. Like the recent terrorist attacks. In yes, London. that's um, true. There are a lot of positive. There are more people uh, creating positive actions in response than the one person 
who did this terrible act that affected a bunch of people. Like I've, I also like how every week you have like a space story for me. Well, I love science, and I think um, I think it's important to point out and be aware of um, scientific progress because progress is uh, really important. And I like I like to know about what's going on and what's new. I like how we how we've been learning just how like they're just going with the flow. They're doing whatever they <laughs> think at the second at the space. Like I feel I want the university to catch on this. They just send you down to, to down to. Uh, NASA headquarters in Houston. It's like, so what are they doing this week, Colin? Oh, no, they're throwing, like, some gummy bears in space. <laughs> See what oh, uh, I, there was an article. I wish I had more details because I don't quite remember. But there was an article that I found last week, and I didn't save it for some reason. I didn't find it again later. But um, they are I, – I, I heard that uh, the Trump administration is planning on putting Colonizing more- Mars. Or trying to put people on Mars. Yeah, so that's an Not upcoming it. that that's an upcoming uh, project. But so there is more funding going towards NASA, and uh, and so I'm 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 glad about that. I'm just imagining like instead of like us putting the American flag on it, it's just like a picture of Donald Trump. Trump. Trump like, give <laughs> thumbs up. Hey, it's huge. Yeah, just, this is my. This is <laughs> this is huge Mars planet. America. It's like actually Mars is smaller than Earth. President Trump. Now it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> oh, it's no. as huge as my hands. Isn't this great? It's like, like our podcast started at the same time that President Trump started his administration. <laughs> so we're like, we're evolving together Ye- at the yeah. same time. Although he doesn't seem to be evolving that much. Yeah. He's staying the same yeah. lovable meme. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Uh, well, so guys, that yeah. was the third edition of the uh, Cry to Laugh podcast slash yeah. radio show on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. went pretty well today. Yeah, I think so, too. And remember, if you missed part of the podcast or if you uh, have a friend that didn't get to listen to it, and just always remember, you can always find us on SoundCloud.com slash Edinburgh Now. The Cry Till You Laugh podcast, you will find um, all of our past episodes and... And uh, we upload them right after we finish recording. And if you don't have any friends, just keep listening to it over and over again in the uh, (laughs) persistent loneliness and darkness you find yourself. Yeah, we need those views. Thank you, guys. Bye. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye, folks. (laughs) 